Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Oh, wait, I'm here. Hey, Mackenzie, are you here? I am. Awesome. All right. Well, welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I have a guest speaker that is going to be a blessing to us all. So welcome, Mackenzie. Hi, thank you. All right, so we've got Mackenzie Phillips here. She's a 13-year-old singer-songwriter of contemporary Christian music. And I've got your bio here in front of me. And I just have to I'm just so amazed at you at such a young age, going out, fulfilling the mission of Christ, and just spreading God's love through your music. Oh, thank you so much. So, so you are an active member at the Woodlands Church, and you sing in the student ministry. Do you get an opportunity to sing a lot? I do. I sing do almost do? every weekend. Ah, oh, see, that's what our church does too. They have uh, they have a large youth group, and they get an opportunity to to have to have that stage. They have that platform, um, and it's just it just makes my heart just so happy. First, music makes me happy, but it really makes my heart happy when I see youth that are in worship and in praise for the Lord. Um, And so tell me, too, about you. Okay, you're doing these local gigs. You're singing on Sundays. And you're writing your own music, right? Yes, ma'am. Okay, so this is where I have to say when I... So, you know, I'm a fan, first and (laughs) foremost. I am a fan. Um, Guys, I'm telling you now, I love all of you that listen to the podcast. and You guys have stuck with me for this past year. So, you know that what I tell you, you can trust me. I want you to go and look up Mackenzie Phillips. And as soon as you see her, and I've got a picture of her, too. I've got everything I'm going to add into the description on how you can find Mackenzie But I just want you to hear the maturity of the lyrics and the depth of the lyrics. Like even my son, okay, my son is 11 and he's sitting beside me now. When he heard your music, he came in and I was making necklaces and and just listening and had you on Spotify. And he was like thinking you were Carrie Job. (laughs) He was like, mama. And I'm like, no, baby, she's 13. She's the artist that we're going to have on the podcast. And he was like, she does not sound 13. Yeah, I get that quite often. Do you? How do you, how do you handle when everybody's like pounding all that praise on you? Like, how are you taking all that in? I mean, it's, it, it really just makes me blush. I, it makes me so happy. But I always try to remember that I, I give all the glory to God because he's the one that's blessed with my voice. And like I like I said, maybe I may have, never mind, I didn't say this, but um, you may not know, but I do not come from a musical family. So I know that all of my gifts are really just from him. Yes. So, okay, well, you're not from a musical family. So that means you're not like the Partridge family. You're not pulling up on the bus and y'all all coming out <laughs> with all your instruments playing. So no, tell man. me how you figured out this was you. Like, when did you first fall into music or when did this gift from the Lord just happen in your life? You got to tell us this story because I I love to hear <laughs> the story. Of course. Well, so um, my mom always told me that whenever I would take a bath, (laughs) it was very random, that I would make up songs and that she could hear me. But um, one day while we were at church, 
my mom and I were walking to um, the children's area where she was going to drop me off. And one of the ladies that sang on the main stage worship team had the same red hair as my mom. And so they started joking about how they were, they looked like sisters and they became friends. So I actually started taking piano from her because my parents always wanted all of their children to learn an instrument just because Mm -hmm. it's not something you're ever going to regret. So she started teaching me piano and we later found out that she was a two-time Grammy nominated artist and had all these music connections and that she was starting a music school. So I joined the music school when I was about six years old, and I've been there for seven years now. And so that's where I kind of found out, oh, I can sing, and I'm really good at writing songs too. So I really figured it out whenever I started going to Sarah Kelly's music school. And here's the thing that um, I try to talk to people through my podcast and just my boys and my family in general is that a lot of people in the world might say, you meet people by accident. Or you just have a chance meeting. And I say, I beg to differ with that. I believe that finally appoints us in certain places in our life to where we can randomly meet somebody in a hallway that has red hair. (laughs) Yes. And that conversation can happen. That that was what was meant to be for then you to develop your gifts, to recognize your gifts, and then use your talents for the Lord. And so I, I love that story. So do, so now you're playing piano. I want to tell you, I went on your YouTube channel. So if you go to, um, so guys, all of you, if you go to Kenzie Phillips artist, that's what she has under her YouTube. Go ahead and subscribe to her so you can keep up to date. But there's one of you just like sitting in a room and it's all in your time. And it's just you and the keyboard. Yes. And that, like, I know that you wrote that in a time of grief and you wrote that, you know, to honor your loved one. But that is just such an authentic place for many of us. And we look to music to help us through grieving process. And you being able to channel that and to write a song like that, I just want to say that was that song was a blessing to me. So all in your time, you guys have to go. I shared it out to all my family and friends on YouTube. Uh-huh. I mean, not on YouTube, on my Facebook page. And I was like, guys, y'all got to go listen to this because I do have some family that um, they're struggling with a loss right now. And I really think that your song could bring comfort to people. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, I wrote that song after my godmother had been struggling with breast cancer for two years. And she had um, just recently passed away in January. And so I wrote that song not too long after. And I think it's really interesting because I think a lot of people, whenever they're going through difficult times like that, have a tendency, especially teenagers, um, to hold it in and to not express Mm it. So I... I'm not very good at talking about my emotions, but I definitely get them all out through my songs. Well, I'm very glad that you are able to get those out. And we process things in different ways. And like you say, it can be very unhealthy if we do keep those in. And I think that that's what the power of music can do for people. It can speak a language when we just don't really know what to say. Yes, I completely agree. And and when, at the beginning, I'd, um, I want everybody to go watch that video because just the lyrics alone. But there's a part at the beginning when you say, like, faith is trusting in God when you can't see the whole picture. Yes. Like, if I would have got that concept when I was 13 years old, I mean, I was saved when I was 13. And I was, I was sitting in the back of the, in the, of the church. They were doing a Christmas performance. And so I was surrounded by worship. And we were just all worshiping and I felt, you know, just God on my heart. And I gave my life to Christ in the middle of a singing event at a friend's church. It wasn't even at my home church. Like God can move us in so many places. But it took me quite a few years, you know, as I was walking with the Lord and, you know, growing in my faith. But I'll say faith and trusting in God when you can't see the whole picture. You've got that. 
at 13, you know, that's a very strong foundation for you. Thank you so much. So, so, okay, I've got to talk about some of your songs. Now, (laughs) you're going to laugh at me because do you do this too? Because I want to see if it's just me and I'm old. But if somebody asks me, like, what songs do you like? I'll say, well, I like this, this, this. Do you rattle off like 15? Do I? Yeah, or can you say this is one person I love and this is the song? Or do you rattle off like 15, a whole list? Because you can't narrow it down. It is so hard whenever people ask me what my favorite singer is, my favorite songwriter. Because I can be inspired by so many different people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love I love Lauren Daigle, of course. She's like a humongous, or hum, she's a huge influence in my life. But yes. then I also am obsessed with the Eagles back whenever my dad listened to them as a kid. So, I mean... I I would probably rattle off more like a hundred. Right. Okay. So I'm not alone. Okay. And mm-hmm. and so with Lauren Daigle too. Just think about her. Like when she was young, starting out. Have you followed her musical career? Like, have you looked at her backstory? I've not. Oh, actually- Lauren Daigle's. I think that would be something that you would enjoy reading. Is like looking up Lauren Daigle. And seeing, like, she tried out for American Idol a couple of years. She didn't make it, you know, and just shows that she just kept on, you know, persevering, going out there. And now we know. I mean, I love Lauren Day. So, um, you know, now we know what her success is, but what her platform is and how many people that she's reaching through her music, you know, crossing over like she's been doing lately. So, you know, I see you. Do you want this to be your career? Are you looking at this as, oh, no, this is a hobby. This is just something I'm investing my time in now. Or do you look at this as, okay, 10 years from now, 15 years from now, what is that like for you at such a young age to have such talent like this? You know, I was thinking about this, this, I was thinking about this just the other day, and I would love for this to be my career. It's definitely more than a hobby. I've invested my past mm-hmm. seven years of my only 13-year-old life into right. this this uh, amazing talent of mine. But um, I always try to remember that my dreams are nothing compared to the plans God has for me. And it's funny that we're That's talking right. about this because my pastor was telling us on Sunday how God's plans are more than we could ever imagine. So our mm-hmm. dreams seem like nothing. So I would love for this to be my career for the rest of my life. But if that's not in God's plans, then I'm not going to get upset. Well, I will tell you, your music is so powerful. And your lyrics, okay, I've got to go talk to me about what inspires you to write and like your writing process. Because as you know, we're a podcast where all of us writers are getting together. We're published. We're continuing to publish. And we love to hear the inspiration and, like, where do your lyrics come from? What's your writing process? So, like I said earlier, I get inspired by a lot of things. But um, I always try to, whenever I'm writing a song, if I ever get stuck or I don't feel very inspired at the moment, I'll try to co-write and get other people's um, input. But then I also love writing from other people's point of view. So mm-hmm. if I'm not currently feeling feeling super excited or not as excited and kind of sad, where I feel like I could write a great song at the moment, I'll try to write from other people's point of view. So um, you may have heard my song, Completely Incomplete. Oh, I love wrote- it. I love it. Uh, I know you can forgive me. So help me to forgive myself. Um, We all need to, we all need that in our lives. That line, that is a good line. That is good. (laughs) Thank you so much. But you go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. I just, no, you're fine. (laughs) But um, something that people may not know about that song is that I wrote it from the perspective of Peter after he denied Jesus three (gasps) times. Oh, And so, see, that's where I love to know about the story of where that comes from, because I love the song. Like, I'm going to tell you, that's one of my top ones of yours that I love. But now that I know that, that it's from Peter's point of view after 
he denied Jesus, then I'm definitely going to love it 10 times <laughs> more now. Yes. Yes, ma'am. It's, it's, I love writing from other people's perspective because it's kind of like a little secret that you can hold on to and then share when you want. And it just, like you just shared with all of us on the Jim Lowry Rice <laughs> podcast. Yes. And it makes people look at the song in such a different way. And I love yes. being able to share that with people. There was, there's a line in that song, like with just a word, you can deliver me. Like there's just one word. It just takes one word and you can deliver me. Like all of that. It's, you know, we, we think about the relationship that we have with Christ and then we can hear how sometimes people try to complicate it. And it's really, a you know, a way we have complete access to the Lord and through singing through songs, even if we don't know how maybe to access or say those things, then the lyrics of the songs can really help us to tap in to the emotions that we're feeling that sometimes we can't put a label on. And that's why your song. Now I do not know how to do this because my tech skills are very limited, but my son knows how to do it and they've done it on their phones. So I want to let you know what my new ringtone I bet you can guess which song my new ringtone is going to be. Do you know? Is it Guide Me to Your Love? Oh, yes. <laughs> like, that is it. Like, okay, so here's my problem. I told you I have a problem with saying, like, this is my favorite. Oh, this one's my favorite. Because when I was going through your music, I was, so I started with Masterpiece yes. as being my favorite. I was like, okay, the lines you had in there about struggles, the stars. Yes. Like, how long did it take you to write Masterpiece? So, it's actually very hard to remember because songs take a completely different timing. Like, what's funny is Guide Me to Your Love took me about a couple days. It did not take me very long to write Guide Me to Your Love. But um, Complete and Complete took me about a month. And sometimes songs can take much longer than expected, or you can write them super fast and quick. Mm-hmm. But um, if I remember correctly, Masterpiece took me about maybe three weeks. So do you, when you're writing, do you just write whatever comes to you and you worry about the music later? Or are you sitting in front of your piano and are you, you know, are you playing your keyboard and writing as you go? How do you, how, what is that process like for you when you're writing your songs? So usually if I tell myself that I need to write something, I will sit down next to my piano, but I won't use it at first, but I don't end up keeping anything because I have to be in the, I have to really feel the Holy Spirit in me to be able to write Mm -hmm. a good song. So usually Mm -hmm. I'll get an idea and then I'll run straight to my piano and I'll start playing something and I will just start saying random things like the funniest, <laughs> the funniest thing is my mom in the other room. She's like, what, what'd you say? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know what I said because it usually. Do you record yourself? Do you record so that way you don't miss it on myself when I have a really good idea or a concept? If I don't record it, I'm in the car driving down the road and I'm writing a song that's not a very good opportune time for me to pull up notes. I can't text and drive. I can't type and drive. So I'm, you know, I'm quickly saying Siri record, record now. (laughs) And I'm trying to record. So I don't miss it. Like, are you recording it at that time? I am. As soon as I get an idea, I immediately just start my voice memo and I don't stop until I'm completely done because some of the most valuable lines that I will ever create I will forget in a matter of seconds. So I always Mm -hmm. make sure to record. And if I like it, then I'll go back and listen. Oh, I love it. I love that. So guys, she has just given you a wonderful tip. All of my songwriters out there. And it's even for my novelists and my poetry writers. Using that voice memo is key to help us keep up with all of these strikes of creativity that we can have like lightning and all these different times in our life like have you found yourself out and about experiencing the world like going out and then you get a song that hits you when you're out in public yes all the time I will whether I'm whether we're driving to Dallas or somewhere and I see like a little dog on like the side of the road or something I just Mm -hmm. I'll get the most random ideas And so I always make sure if I'm not recording at the moment, I'll immediately go to my notes and I'll write it down. But usually most of the time I'm recording. 
So, okay, I've talked about Masterpiece. Like, I, I thought that was the one, really. I was like, okay, you're making beauty out of scars. Like, like that whole chorus, I love it. I mean, I love the whole song. But I'm like, okay, that chorus is like, it's like a gem falling from the sky. It's oh, almost like diamonds to me. Like, so seriously, much. I'm like, Masterpiece is so good. And so then I turned it, and I'm listening, and I'm on shuffle play. And then when it got to completely incomplete, and I didn't know it was Peter. So now, I, honestly, I'm excited to listen to it again. So was Masterpiece from another point of view or was that from you? Because now I want you to give away all your secrets of the universe right now. Because <laughs> now I'm curious. You know what? I have my songwriting book right next to me right now. And I can look and see. Usually I'll do something. So one of my best friends in the world is actually a singer-songwriter as well. And oh, that's so- wonderful. I did author friendships today. Today about author friendships and having people around us. Go, go, go. Tell me about her. So she's actually a songwriter as well. And she was helping me figure out what I wanted to write this song about. And so she makes, she started drawing this little thing where it's a cloud. And in, on the inside, you write brainstorm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so around it, we'll write all of our ideas. But I, oh, I love it. And so I can go back and I can look at all my old songs and see what ideas sparked that lyric. And see, now I'm learning from you. I need to do that. <laughs> because I'm, so what I'll do is I'll pull up my notes section on my phone. I'll type them all in and then I'll just copy and I'll paste them and I'll put them into my blog. So my blog is a mom's ministry blog, but I use it a lot of times just to capture my writing because I was devastated when one of my phones, um, my kids, they all took it to help me get a new phone and then my stuff didn't transfer over and I lost like 300, seriously, I lost like 300 notes and you know what's on those notes it's all song lyrics and poetry oh that's and I was devastated I said why would I have done this to myself so then I started using the blog platform that I was already building as a way to capture my songs but then I started getting bolder and started sharing them out with people because I was like I've got 300 on my phone I've never shown anybody this work And so that's when I started, you know, really saying, God, you know, I'm going to put your work out there. It's not meant for me to hide these things. So I started putting them out there and that's like, but I don't put the story behind it or I don't put the inspiration behind it. So now you've going to challenge me to do that from now on. Yes. And so I love that you started sharing your songs with people because one of the most, one of the most, um, mind-boggling things that anyone's ever told me is that if you if you come up with something if you think of something and you don't share it you could be robbing someone of needing to hear that oh it's, that's so true you're so right and when did you actually write that you can can you remember like your first songs and that feeling that it was to share that out were you nervous about it or did you feel 100% confident that you knew that they, these words were meant to be heard by someone? So whenever I was releasing my albums, I was not nervous at all because I knew I had been writing these songs for years before I ever released them. So I knew that it was that I, I knew I was being called to share them. But my first performance mm-hmm. ever, I did not go on the stage. Because of nerves? Yes, I did not go on the stage. My my parents tell me that they were they were like trying to bribe me with flowers or toys <laughs> or anything. And I would just not get on the stage, which is so funny because now I love being able to be up there and share God's word with everyone. Yeah, I saw a picture of you on your Instagram. Guys, you know to her Instagram account um, where there are just tons of children around you. There is this great picture. You know the picture I'm talking about? There's a picture of you, and there's all of these young children, and you say, I love my job, or something like that. I can't remember the exact, like, tagline that you put under there, but but I could tell that you felt joy being there. 
Yes, I actually am able to work at the Sarah Kelly Music School now. And so I am able to teach a lot of those kids that were on the stage with me that night. And I can teach them piano and songwriting and singing. And so they oh, all amazing. joined me at my, at my, whenever I was releasing Masterpiece, actually that day I had a concert and they all came and sang the song with me. Which is precious. That's just, pre- okay, that's a mama talking right now. That's just precious. <laughs> I love that. But it's like you, you have these gifts and you're so humble and you're, I can just tell you have such a sweet spirit about you. Oh, thank you. That, that I know the Lord is, he is using you now, but I just know he's going to use you in mighty ways to, to just share the gospel with people and just give people hope. And I want, okay, I got to go back to one of your songs, okay, because I've already mentioned the song. I'm going to call it the song. Okay. Because, okay, there's a song from Carrie Job, and I don't know if you know it or not. It's a really old song that she wrote, and it became like a theme song for my life. And so when I went to see her in concert, I had to buy, you know, the shirt that said, I am not alone on it. Uh, she was selling the shirts along with her merchandise and, you know, we listened to her, you know, her stories. We stayed after the concert and we got to meet her. Uh, my husband surprised me with that gift um, awesome. with the tickets. And it was just, it was a wonderful experience for me, but I walked out of there knowing that like, I am not alone was such a powerful song for me that helped me through some very trying times with my parents, with losing my parents. And that song just really helped comfort me. And that became like my theme song. So when people would ask me, what's your song? I would say, well, I have a thousand of them. Do you have time for me to roll them all out? Or do you want me to tell them, (laughs) do you want me to tell you like, if I was in a UFC match or if I was in a WWE match, what would be playing (laughs) as I'm walking down? It would be, I am not alone by Carrie Joe. And I'm going to tell you that my heart shifted when I heard "Guide Me to Your Love," and it's not to say that Carrie Job's Carrie Job's song had its place in my season for me. And it was honestly like those lyrics were prayers that I have prayed to the Lord, and you got them all jam packed into one beautiful song. Uh-huh. And it's Thank like my so prayer much. to the Lord. It truly uh-huh. is. And I say, okay, so now my new theme song is guide me to your love. So uh-huh. you're going to be, you're going to be on my ringtone. And so now <laughs> when the people within the next years of my life, they go, well, what's the song? What's your song? I'm going to say, well, I have 10,000, but do you want to hear like this wood? <laughs> and it's going to be guide me to your love. Oh, thank you so much. That means so much. And you me. just... You just wrote that one in January of this year. No, I wrote Guide Me to Your Love Which, when I was eight. You were eight years old. So, Lisa, this is how the Holy Spirit works. The Holy Spirit knew you were going to be meeting me and that that was going to be my <laughs> prayers. And they gave them to you when you were eight years old. That is such a beautiful song. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's definitely one of my favorites. Like, okay, so I don't, I can't read all the lyrics. i I am memorizing the song um, because I definitely have to sing it word for word. When you say, I look to you more every day, like every day my prayer is, you know, God, I just want to be closer to you, closer to you than I was the day before. Yes. You know, it's not like I'm praying. I want to be better than this person. I want to be better than that person. I want to be better than the person I was walking with you yesterday. And I know that God can help me to do that by me just clinging on to the Lord. And when you said like quiet the voices, so the spirit can be the one that like does the talking. Like I say that so much to people. I tell people, you know, we hear so much noise throughout our day. Yes. And, and not just the noise from the surrounding environments that we, our jobs and our, you know, our families and we're hearing television and we're on internet and we're just seeing and hearing so much noise, but also the noise in our own head, how we talk about ourselves, 
whether we talk negatively to ourselves and let's just quiet all that away and just let the spirit lead. That's like, that's my line in there. Okay. <laughs> yes. All right, Mackenzie, I'm telling you. Thank you. <laughs> like, and every choice that I make, let it be a reflection of you being displayed. That's like, that's a powerful line too. <laughs> Thank you, Jen. Yes. I love that you said, I love what you said about the distractions in just our daily lives, because um, I wrote this song because I was feeling like I didn't hear God enough and I wanted to hear him more. And so I wrote that song, guide me to your love, lead me to your peace. Show me how it feels to be your hands and feet because I wasn't hearing him. And that's part of what I wrote it from. But the other part that I love to share is that one of my other best friends, her sister is actually adopted from Ukraine. And her family was going to Ukraine to adopt for the third time. And so that's mm. where I got most of the song from, where it says, show me how it feels to be your hands and feet. And I thought that was just the coolest thing ever. Yes, it is. It is. And because that's what we're called to do, you know, is to serve others and to, to forgive others and to love others like Christ loved us. And, and we can't do that in our own natural mind. Like, you know, it will get ourselves in the way. And that's where the Holy Spirit, you know, is that comforter for us. But it also gives us those words that we need to say. So I can just, when I'm listening to your music, I can just feel the power of the Holy Spirit. Like, you know, there's some, and I'm not downing any music because everybody, you know, I'm very happy to listen to contemporary Christian. That's all I listen to, you know, in the car, you know, I love worshiping at church my children, they listen to different music. And so we'll vary it up. So my children can listen to music with me, but my place is in contemporary Christian music. And there's, there's some songs that I hear and I'm like, okay, that's a good song. You know, Oh, that song's all right. That got me. But then there are certain songs that you hear and you say, wow, that connected to me, that, that hit me in my spirit. And, And that's what your songs do. They go, they go straight from noise to spirit. So thank you so much. So I want to let you know that I, I am praying for you and I am praying for your voice to get out there to as many people in this world, not just the United States, but people in the world to be able to hear that because then when they connect to the spirit and they're in prayer and they're worshiping to the Lord, that's where change can happen. That's where lives can be transformed. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much, Jen. You're so sweet. Thank you no, so it much. Is, I no, I'm speaking it. truly from my heart. I mean, you know that I'm, I, I tell you exactly, you know, straight from my heart, the power of music with people and with God giving you these talents, you could have chosen any genre you know, you could have went, so, okay, you're a singer, you can sing, you can write music, you know, you could have done anything, you could have went country, you could have went pop, you could have went rock, and heavy metal, and all of these different things, but you chose to follow that, tell me, tell me how you knew it was going to be Christian music for you, was the school Christian oriented, or did you just feel that in your heart, that that's what you needed to do? So, the music school is not, um, the Sarah is is a Christian and has is her husband who run the school, but um, it is not only for Christian artists. And there's actually only maybe five Christian artists that go to the school out of three hundred. Wow! And so it was really it was really a hard decision for me to figure out what genre I did want to do, because it it's it's very well known that there's a lot more successful pop artists. Then there are as many, there's just more pop artists than there are Christian artists. But I'm going to tell you, Lauren Daigle's proven us wrong. So we might have to rethink <laughs> yes. that in five years because, uh, and your tone too. Has anybody ever compared you to her, the way that your tone is and your voice? Yes, they tell uh-huh. me that. I, they call me a mini Lauren Daigle. Which or is a very, mini Adele. Very, like, has uh-huh. anybody ever talked to you about Adele? Have they said, okay, you've got this tone. You've got this, this, whoever. Nobody's. Nobody's called me Adele, 
but I have gotten Lauren Daigle quite a few times. Okay. Yep, I'd believe it. And so when was it? So you had to battle what's popular, what could be, you know, everybody else is doing that. What made you turn that? So I decide whether what genre I want to do. And I, besides feeling the Holy Spirit and God tell me you should do this, it was mainly because Christian, my music as a Christian, I'm sorry. No, you're fine. As a Christian artist, I was helping so many people with my music rather Mm -hmm. than if I were a pop artist, because I, my goal in life is really just to bring one more person to Christ. Because if I can change one person's eternity, then it's all worth it. And I knew that I wouldn't be able to do that as a pop artist. My, My uncle was like that. He would he would just randomly meet people and he would start sharing his love of Jesus. He would start telling his testimony and out in the middle of a parking lot, people would get saved. Like he was like a soul searcher with people and he could bring, he could, he just had this, I call it a natural gift that the Lord gave him to be able just to reach random people and strike up conversation. Um, And so it is a gift and you can bring people to the saving knowledge of Christ through music. I don't want you to ever think that you can't because I'm a walking testimony that that's my story. I was saved sitting in a pew listening to a Christmas program and listening to, you know, worship from a choir and my heart was changed. My whole life was changed and I do attribute, you know, the Holy Spirit finding me in that place and in, in that place of music. And I was, I mean, never in my life did I write songs. Did I sing? I don't know how to play an instrument. My children are musically talented. Thank God for their gifts. But um, I only sang way later in my life when I prayed to God and then God gave me a voice at like 30, what, 37, 38 years old. So your gift at this young age, imagine that impact that you can have, that the Holy Spirit can use you. Like, you're just that. You're the singer. I tell everybody, like, we're birds. Like, we're just chirping along. You're the bird chirping along a beautiful melody, and people can receive that very well. Yes. I think so. So, so okay. I, I want to ask you, like, challenges that have that you've had to overcome like can you think of some challenges that that you've had to experience on your journey and that that you know your support system or just your own self-love the way that you know God has been in your life for so long like tell me about some challenges or things that you've had to overcome okay um I would say one of the biggest challenges I've had to overcome being a artist at such a young age is people telling me I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. We hear that at all ages. Okay. That's at all ages of a career and a creative artist. Many of us have that same thing that's happened to them. So it doesn't matter the age I'll tell you, but keep going. <laughs> You're good. So that was, that really struck a chord with me because at one point I did kind of believe them. And I'm also, I'm also homeschooled, so I'm a year ahead mm-hmm. in my academics, so I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a year older in everything else, in my, in my social group, in my church group, I'm a year older than I really am, or I'm a year older mm-hmm. in my academics than my age. So my children people, are the same exact way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so people would always tell me that like oh you're not really a ninth grader like you're you're not and you're not really in the right grade and it would really it really hurt my feelings because I would start to believe them and look down on myself and not have as much confidence Mm -hmm. as I should have and it started not only affecting my social skills but my music as well because Mm -hmm. I wasn't feeling as connected to Christ obviously because I was getting caught up in whatever other people thought of me so, um, well, there's a line in one of your songs about your identity is found in, in God alone. Like you have a line. Um, I can't remember which song it is, but you have a, that's it. You have a, you, that's a powerful, 
you know, self-affirming, you're identifying that it's not about these outside people. It's about your relationship with Christ and serving the Lord and going after your calling and doing what he set for you. Like, this is your path, you know? Yeah, so that's that's a really big challenge that I had to overcome. And by, by, how did you overcome it? So tell everybody, like, st- like, do you have your little McKenzie plan on how you did that? Or was it just through prayer and just positive self-talk? And, and what was it that really helped you overcome that? Well, I, I wish I could tell you a specific thing, but it really just took, it really just took me of finding a better friend group and mm-hmm. praying about it and surrounding surrounding myself with people that brought me up and didn't drag me down but it definitely I I really just grew out of it I mean I didn't I didn't I in a a bad way because I mean as an artist I my career is built off my fans but in a way I have to not really care what people think about me so it's a very fine line and you have to be true right but you have to be true to what God has called you to do yes and, and what I have found is that so many people, you know, they want to give novelists and writers and creative artists all of this advice. And I love taking advice. I love hearing that. But at the end of the day, you know, I have to stand true to my beliefs and I have to stand true to my faith. And I'm representing Christ when I'm out here doing this work. And so, you know, fans may come and go, but our relationship with the Lord just continues to grow stronger every day. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. And so, and I think you've got that. I think you've, I just feel that from you. I'm just, can I say like, now this is mama talking here. Cause you know, I've got my babies, but I'm just proud of you. Oh, thank you. Like I truly am proud of you. Thank you so much. And it's not just on the singing, you know, that, you know, I love your voice. I love your music. I love piano. But it's more than that. I, I'm just very proud of who you are. And I can really sense that about you, that you're from a very genuine place. And I, I'm just, I, I love that. And I'm just, I'm proud of you. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. So if you, like, had to give advice to younger singers, so you're working now, you're working at the school, like, What's like a great piece of advice that you would give a songwriter out there today who's listening to the podcast or they're wanting to get into the music industry? Like, what would be a piece of advice that you would give to them? Ooh, that's a hard one. Um, I think my biggest advice would be to not give up and to not lose sight of what, what the main purpose is which is to love God and love others and yes. just really, really just to not let, not to give up because other people tell you, you can't do it. Cause that's untrue. I mean, mm-hmm. a, God can take a person that can't see and make them see a person that can't walk and they can start jumping all of a sudden. So if, if a person who has sinned as many times as you have says you can't do something, why does that matter? Because Mm-hmm. He honestly shouldn't have an opinion that's going to affect you that much to give up your passion. Right. And I look at it as our calling. You know, there are people that are called to be pastors. There are people that are called to be teachers, encouragers. And I look at when God gives us this special gift, it's almost like his fingerprint has been placed on our soul. His fingerprint has been placed on our heart. And he says, this is your gift. And you have truly been gifted with music. Thank you so much. And just, and just the way that you can speak about the Lord and, and just break it down. Like, just like what you did right there, (laughs) just breaking it down like that for people, people will hear you. People will listen to you. Oh, thank you so much. And so I just, yeah. So how do you balance all of this? Like, so you're homeschooling, you're, you're church you're going to events like how do you find a balance like what do you do for fun 
Like, what do you do for stress relief? Like, do you have stress as much as the next person? I'm sure you do. Teenagers are filled with stress. And and how do you balance that and still meet your goals? Still, you know, write and sing and work. So tell us the balance. So, I mean, what's really funny is I do not struggle with nearly as many things that your normal 13-year-old girl does. Um, Like, I'm, I'm homeschooled. So, like I said, I have much more free time because I'm not Mm -hmm. busy with homework or I, I don't really get stressed out with those kind of things, which also, yep. My children are same way, which Mm -hmm. also gives me the greatest opportunity and extra time to work on my music, which is mainly the reason that I am as fortunate as I am and able to create these songs. But um, Mm -hmm. I would say I also have one, I have super supportive parents so if I ever felt like I was being stressed out or I, or if I did have struggled with anxiety or anything like that, they would, they would do something to make me feel better. And I, I just know that's the case. And I think that's part of the reason that I don't get stressed out. And um, when it comes to doing fun things, I, if you were, <laughs> you may think this is very funny, but um, my church is like the the best place on the earth it's I love my church family there they are the coolest people ever and so whenever I'm around any of them or even when I'm at home I'm I'm constantly having fun with my family right awesome all right so what's next for you like so you've got 2019 all in front of you so so what's like a next step for you so um what's really funny about that question is I don't exactly know. And oh, that's good. A lot of us don't. We just right. listen to the Holy Spirit and say, oh, okay, God, yeah, you want me to do this cookbook now? Oh, okay, I'll do that. Okay, exactly. you want me to write this story? <laughs> Thank you, Lord, for giving me that now. Yes. So you're not alone in that, okay? Exactly. Don't feel like that's a bad thing. And I, That's where we allow the Holy Spirit to help guide us. Because if it was all about our plans, remember God has those bigger dreams, for those bigger plans for you, what the pastor told you. Yes, that's exactly yeah. what I was about to say, because I would be very upset if I had this whole, my whole life planned out, and I'm going down mm-hmm. this path, and I've, it's all working out great, and then God tells me, oh, but I want you to go this way. I would be mm-hmm. devastated, because I am such a perfectionist that I know I would just freak out. So, um, and so then that's where, that's where we say, Oh, really God? Well, that's funny because <laughs> I thought I was really good. So now let's go on. And then we just say, there's a new adventure, you know, there's a new opportunity and that God gave us some kind of learning, you know, like he gives us these learning steps where we might not have even meant to go the whole way, but maybe we were just supposed to go ABC and then he takes us somewhere else and we go, Oh, now I get it. You know, now I see God. Now I see the bigger picture, you know, of what was why I did A, B and C. It wasn't even for that. It was for this. So I like your mindset with that because so many people are, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? What do you want to do in the next five years? What's your what's your plan? And oftentimes it's uh, we'll find out together, you know. We're going to discover our life together with the Lord and the Lord will lead us and we can't go wrong. You know, there was something that my pastor said that really stuck with me about our life choices. And let's say we have three great opportunities in front of us and all three are really good opportunities. And you take A and you pray about it and and you feel like, okay, A is really what I need right now. And then when you get into A, you say, gosh, if I would have just chosen C, you know, then, then you start <laughs> feeling these regrets. Yep. But A, B, and C at the beginning were all great opportunities. You were meant to go to A to learn something because, and then you'll have another opportunity to come along. And so being open like that, like that came, that words of wisdom came in my older age. Like I was a perfectionist too. So deter- I was so determined. And always such a fast forward action just kind of failed us. Ooh, I lost you. I had to do. I had to do. 
And so, so now I've learned down and I've learned to say, you know, God, no, you've got to stop me so that way I can hear you. You know, my life is filled with joy and with peace. Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? I can hear uh, you now. I could Mackenzie, are you here? Okay. Sorry. We might have had like a connection issue. Like working the podcast, it's not like a hundred percent sound studio, which I wish it was, but maybe one day <laughs> God'll have it that way. <laughs> um but but what I was saying is, you know, now in my older age, now that I've recognized to listen to God and move myself out of the way, I'm happier, I have more joy, I have peace you know, about my decisions. And so your line, I'm, I'm going to go back to my favorite song, which is God me to your love. Everybody go listen to her music. But that line about every choice I make, let it just be a reflection of you because I want God in every choice, God in every day, God in every move. And that's your, like your lyrics are so strong and pure to a 43 year old lady. And you wrote that when you were eight. Thank you so, much. <laughs> so I just want to let you know <laughs> that you, that your music, that's the power of music, Mackenzie. It goes across all what people would call in the world as a barrier. You know, there's differences in age. There's differences in this or that. And they categorize this and that. Music can be at the heart of it yes, all. Yes, ma'am. And so I, so I just, guys, I, I just want to say thank you for your parents for allowing you this opportunity to be able to talk with us on the show today. And, and I just, I just want to say thank you for just sharing your message with everyone. And I would love it. Would you like to share your favorite Bible verse or would you like me to to. read it? Oh, my favorite Bible verse is Mark 16, 15 which says, go into the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And my favorite part about that verse is that it doesn't say, okay, go and do this, but wait till you're a certain age. And that's my favorite part. Oh, amen. Well, before I, love I, it. I, love before it. I leave, so can would I you, sing a song for you? Oh, go ahead. <gasps> okay, so what I'm going to do, we're reaching our hour limit. And so what happens with the podcast is that it only allows you to record one hour segments. So I'm going to have to say, yes, we're going to come back to the song because we're at 58 minutes okay. into the podcast. <laughs> um, so what we need to do is we'll close out this segment. It won't go anywhere. We won't lose our audio. And then I'll call you back. And then I want you to sing. And I'm excited. Can you tell us what you're going to sing so we can say be right back? And I'm going to be singing completely incomplete. Oh, I love it. I love it. Okay. All right. So, guys, um, we're going to be right back. So, don't go anywhere. It's going to go right on in when we edit this in. So, all right, Mackenzie, I'm going to call you right back. Hey, Mackenzie, we're back. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm so excited. Guys, you are getting live performance. And I didn't want to pressure you and because you had told me you had been going through some allergies lately. So I didn't want to spot and say sing, sing, sing and beg. But I'm so glad you offered. To, I'm so glad you offered to do so. Yes. So I'm we're just so excited that I'm my voice is back and I can talk again. Yep, that's the Lord. That's the Lord preparing you for this so you can reach all of our listeners and they can share it out with everybody that they know. Um, I've already got people on standby that can't wait to listen to this podcast with their children. So you go ahead. Go ahead. Perfect. Give me the show. Thank you. 
Oh, oh my gosh, I'm raising my hand to the Lord. You're praising. <laughs> oh, Mackenzie, that was just wonderful. Could you hear me very well? Or did it sound like I'm screaming? The no, it does yeah. not. It sounded absolutely amazing. Okay, Truly thank amazing. you. <laughs> thank um, you. So, guys, all of you that are looking for ways to find Mackenzie. She's all over the internet. So Google Mackenzie Phillips artist. I'm going to have all of her links in the description. And like I said, Sam's going to teach me how to put guide me to your love as my ringtone. But now <laughs> I've got to now go get um, completely incomplete and I've got to buy that one too. And I've got to put that as another sound. So that might be one of my alarms that go off in the afternoon that remind me now it's time for us to homeschool because we start homeschooling at seven o'clock at night when I get home from work and after our supper and everything. So you might be our like, okay, now it's time to go homeschool. Today, today's <laughs> incomplete. <laughs> but, um, but guys, I just, I really encourage you to also pray for Mackenzie because we all, you know, all of us, we need to pray for each other and especially our youth that are, are coming up with the calling on their life. And that I just pray that you continue to make connections, that people continue to hear you and share the message that you have through your music. And, and I just know, I just know it, that you're just doing great things for the Lord now. And I know you're going to continue to do that in your life. Thank you so much, Jen. It was so nice meeting you and talking with you. Uh, too, and we would always, we love to close out in prayer. I don't know, Mackenzie, would you lead everybody in prayer, or would you like for me to pray? It does not matter to me. Well, you leave this podcast, too, because um, so, um, it would be great everybody. I can't hear you. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, no. Mackenzie, can you hear me? Uh-oh. Mackenzie. I hear you now. Are you? Okay, good. I was saying that we do have a lot of youth groups, and we have people that we're sharing it out with a lot of youth. And if you could just pray, just pray for your, you know, fellow brothers and sisters in Christ who may have callings on their life. And they're trying to figure everything out and how to walk closer to the Lord. So if you could just pray for them, I think that that powerful. Yeah, I would love to. Okay. Dear God, thank you so much for this day and for letting Jen and I be able to connect and me being on this podcast. Um, I know and you know that before I started, I was really nervous. But um, I'm so happy that I didn't mumble too much. <laughs> And you that I was able and hopefully was able to be able to connect with some families and some other young singers or songwriters and really be able to inspire them 
And I hope that they all know and remember in the tough times that those are the best times to be able to lean on you, Lord, and that you are always there for us and that we never need to worry or get stressed out or be anxious for what's come to come in the future because your path is already planned out and we can't even begin to imagine what the future holds for us. So thank you for all my amazing opportunities, God, and thank you for letting us be able to come here and join on this podcast together today. Amen. Amen. So, all right, we challenge you to go out and write something inspiring today and share it with the world. So thanks for joining me and Mackenzie on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day. Mackenzie, thank you again. Thank you so much. Prayers for you and your family. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.